coming it's, up next. It's very important podcast. to focus on personal development in order to grow in life in general. If you're not doing that's that, key. that's a key fact. You're gonna be stuck. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, you can't expect to get here by not working on yourself and changing your mindset from here. It's so easy. Like when you're grinding, you get in autopilot mode. Because mm-hmm. as men, we don't really have a lot of room to slow down and just Facts. give in and cave in. But some people do cave in, mm-hmm. and those are the people who you know, unfortunately, commit suicide, shit yep. down on everybody. Mm-hmm. So um. For me personally, building a legacy. So watch how you study me. You know what's in here, there ain't no comparison, stacking up guarantee. Moving so militant, consistent and disciplined. Getting that paper and stacking it up, no time for no chilling, man. Building a legacy. So watch how you study me. You know what's in here, there ain't no comparison, stacking up guarantee. Moving so militant, consistent and disciplined. Getting that paper and stacking it up, no time for no chilling, man. Yo, what's good? It's Sir Gates, and we are here with the Inherited Podcast. It's been a long time coming. Feel good to be back on the mic. Feel good to be back on the mic, I'm telling you. But look, I hope y'all day going good, going swell, going smooth. But today, I got a guest with me. Of course, it's more than a guest. It's my bro, my bro Sensei Kai. He, uh, he in town from Cali. He just touched down. We had a crazy show last night that we put together. So, bro here, we about to do today. It's just pretty much um, just chop it up. Catch up. It's been a while since we've been in the same room for like this long together. Y'all just talk and catch up. So you better just catch up, touch on some good topics, and have a good conversation. But again, without further ado, I'll let bro introduce himself. So what's up, bro? Let everybody know he are, man. What's up, bro? I like that introduction. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> yeah, <you>. man. <laughs> quick trip. Quick trip. Like you said, me and you talk all the time on the phone, yeah. but it's been a while since we've been able to sit down in the same for room sure. and just, you know, shoot shit back for and forth. Sure. So quick trip, but productive. Uh, very, yeah, it very, was very productive. productive, man. Every time we do have like quick trips and stuff like that, if we got a small gap of time, we gonna get something done regardless. So, nonetheless, mm-hmm. if it is getting done, it's gonna be some kind of productivity or something towards the goal. So that's always good, man. But um, for sure. So like I said today, what we gonna do? We gonna catch up. But um, just on my side, and even for anybody who was wondering or wanted to know or just curious, I know like what it was twenty twenty. I want to say. When um started podcasting back then and the pandemic hit and a lot of stuff slowed down, but just getting caught up with fast forward 2023. So now and then it's just being announced for the first time whenever this uh, episode drops. So moving forward, just took some time off to focus, uh, personal development. Excuse me, outside of that personal development, just trying to pretty much make some moves to get mm-hmm. back into the podcasting space and again and get into it the right way this time you know the first time i did it you know it was like trial and error or whatnot mm-hmm. but things changed of course with the pandemic uh despite i was doing that kind of pretty much really outgrew that with time then as far as the guests coming through that pretty much one thing so just fast forward now i'm just still trying to stick with that goal got a podcasting space i'm gonna uh a content production studio space now to um shoot the podcast out of so pretty soon y'all had these interviews coming back full time that's my mm-hmm. word. That word. But other than that, life just been cool. Family, family good. Um, really can't complain. Just what wrapped up uh, a semester in school. About to hop back in there this summer for sure. Other than that, yeah, things just been smooth, man. Keeping my head down, trying to stay locked in on the goal per usual, and just keep things moving. But other than that, dog, things mm-hmm. been just simple. 
Man, clean cut, man. Man, it's crazy because even when you told me you were about to do this, mm -hmm. just to be sitting in the room now and to just see it, <laughs> like to see what became of Long it, and this, the fact that it's still, dog, you still adding to it, and it already looks beautiful, yeah. bro. So for real, Appreciate like you did a great job with this. Um, I think it's funny though because a lot of people don't know we had our own radio show, man. Like what? back in Albany, pregame <laughs> radio. So even when I'm in Cali and I'm doing the um, production for the Reentry mm -hmm. Network podcast, I'm just like, man, a lot of those skills we already had in us. So it's like, it was learning the podcasting space, but also just um, going back and redeveloping the skills that we Thanks. already had through radio. Because me personally, I didn't want to do radio no more after we got done with school. But yeah, I'm like, man, podcasting is like a, a advanced. I think it's more advanced than radio because I think it's more, you know, a little more hands-on, a little yeah. more personal. I can agree. I mean, yeah, some, some man. may disagree as well, but it's just, Oh, a lot of a lot of people disagree yeah. for sure. But being able to touch both spaces, for that's sure. just like my opinion. And then also another thing you just said, you know, you didn't say setbacks, but you took some time just for personal mm -hmm. development. Um, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about today. I feel like not even just at our age, but just the mm -hmm. way that society is right now. It's so much of a, a push for that instant gratification. Man. Like, oh man, I gotta get this episode out. Gotta get this done. Gotta yes. get this done. And I feel like we don't take a lot of time to just, you know, get ourselves together first. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's pretty big that you touched on that. Yeah, it's like for me, bro, personal development over the past. Of course, throughout life, you always want to get better in life. But when I say with um having the intentions, like intentionally saying I want to uh, advance in my personal development or I want to do better in this part of my life for personal development. But over the past two years, I've been taking it serious. Like even this year, what is Q2, even I just told myself like. Growing up, I wasn't always the one who wanted to read a book, but I know for a fact, after reading um, books, it's a lot of gems and books. So that's to me now, mm -hmm. that's attached to my um, process of personal development. But also, some people may say, hey, I hate reading. Like with me, it, it takes a while and sometimes to, to lock in on those pages because it's just boring, this and that. Like I love movies, podcasts. What I did, I said, hey, let me just try to listen to audiobooks, but yeah. audiobooks have changed my life. Like what listening to audiobooks have allowed me to read like five books in three weeks just by because of listening to audiobooks. And I also made me realize just on excuse my time management, how much I'm in the car. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. But because I only the main time I listen to them is when I'm driving somewhere. If I'm at home, yeah, I pick up a book then and um maybe read their preferring than trying to listen to an audiobook in the house. Yeah. But driving, uh, if you ever somebody in my car and they riding me, you know for a fact, it ain't gonna be no music unless it's like <laughs> unless it's one of them events where I know for a fact you wanna no, go on there and have a little vibe. But other than that, when I'm in the car, I intentionally spend that time to yeah. pop on a podcast or an audiobook because it's it's passive time. Like you don't get that time a lot nowhere else outside of being real, taking a shower, or if you're sitting on the toilet, other mm -hmm. times like that, you're really not still enough yeah. to to lock in and focus or driving. So when I'm in the car, it's a podcast on an audio book, but it's just going back to personal development. Like, it's just so important because it's just like in life, if you're not shoot at 85% of yourself or your mindset, how do you expect to be be there for someone or people 
and me not saying like in a, in a, in a um like a dangerous situation, but just for them to pull on you for you to to fill them up sometimes if you yeah. empty inside of yourself because you're not working on your own personal development and you just feeling down in the moment or just you just in a rut or in a season in life to where you really don't have nothing to give. But again, that season could be because somebody not just real deal spending time doing personal development. But it's just it's very important to focus on personal development in order to grow in life in general. If you're not doing that's that, key. that's a key fact. You're gonna be stuck. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, you can't expect to get here by not working on yourself and changing your mindset from here. Because if you're gonna stay here, there's no way to get up there to do that. So, but mm-hmm. that's that's just some of the things. That's just a few things I do for personal development. What's like, as far as for you, how do you um, like manage or take care of yourself with personal development? Well. Um, I'm gonna answer that, but first I'm gonna bounce back on the audio mm-hmm. versus the uh, the paperback books. I do both, mm-hmm. but um, honestly, I intake more. I intake more, of course, with audio books because I'm in the car a lot too. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, you can just put those on yeah. and you'll be done like in in no time. But yeah, I will say, go by fast. You want you want yeah. to think it then, but <laughs> nah, for sure. But as much intake as I get with the audio books, I feel like I intake a little bit more with the paperback books because mm-hmm. it's kind of like more of my own pace. Facts. Like audio facts, books, facts. you'll be listening to it. And you'll be like, damn, that's a gem. But it's easy when you're hearing the audio books. It triggers things in your mm-hmm. mind to be thinking about, damn. That's right, though. That's true. I could be doing that. And then after that thought is over, you miss like 45 yeah. seconds of the audio book. You right. It's not to cut you off, but yeah. I, I catch myself doing that so much with audio books. Like, I, sometimes not saying our days off, but you know, sometimes if you're driving and you just look at like, dang, how did I get here? And mm-hmm. when I'm driving, I do that sometimes, but got to keep reminding the audio book to get back to it. But that's just one of the things that happen when doing it. But and I bounce off this real quick as well with audio books. Like how you say with the paperback book is kind of more personal and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, yes, I know how to read, uh, read a book, this and that. But sometimes um, within like the English language, I may not know how that author or whomever may have meant to say what they're saying oh, because yeah. of how it was written. So when I hear somebody say for it, sure. I get that real context of this is how they were trying to say this sentence versus me trying to interpret it in a different way of hearing them trying to say it, but that's mm-hmm. just a bounce off of that. My bad, dog. No, nah, that's real. And then um, the downside of the paperbacks is I feel like you have to be more intentional when you're reading the paperback book because that's really you designating your time. It's easy when you get in the car to throw mm-hmm. on an audio book. When you're at, at the home or at the crib, you know, you really have to designate this time to read. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is harder. And then sometimes I'll be like, dang, like, when I get to page 10, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just do 10 pages today. Yeah. The audio book, you'll just let it flow. Yeah. But um, not even to be on that for too much longer. I just feel like, like you said, that personal development mm-hmm. is so much, it's so much of a key to the process. I didn't know how important mental health was mm. until it had to be important. Man, you know what I'm saying? Again. Like we hear about it our whole lives, mental health, mental health, but you don't realize until your mind really is calling you like, yo, mm-hmm. you're sad right now. Like, right. <laughs> you need to figure out what's going on. You're going uh, through the motions. <laughs> it's so easy. Like, when you're grinding, you get in autopilot mode. Because mm-hmm. as men, we don't really have a lot of room to slow down and just Facts. give in and cave in. But some people do cave in. Mm-hmm. And those are the people who, you know, unfortunately commit suicide, shit yeah. down on everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me personally... That's a little baby over there, ain't it? <laughs> we <laughs> lie, y'all. We lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good. But um, for me personally, bro, 
a big part of my mental health and um, my journey of understanding mental health was moving across the country. Mm. Um, in our first podcast, we did, it seems like so long ago. Yeah, kinda, well, uh, literally it's been uh, three years, bro. That yeah, started like, in 2020. <laughs> that is correct, though, because you've been gone since then, right? Uh, I moved to L.A. May 1st, 2019. Okay, so yeah, that's, yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, the four-year uh, anniversary the other, uh, like, what, last two weeks ago. So, <laughs> My um, dog. I didn't know though, bro. Like when I moved out there, it's like I couldn't just if I was sad, I couldn't just pull up on my family, mm. pull up on my friends. Like all I had was phone conversations. But how did that affect you though? Was that I know it was hard. It was a roller course, coaster. But, yeah. It was a roller coaster. Um it went from extreme stress to yeah. man, let me enjoy this time with myself. Now, mm. like when I used to live here, I would not be comfortable going out without a whole, like not a mob of people, but at least a couple people. Yeah. Out there in my solitude now, bro, it's like I'm comfortable going wherever, mm -hmm. just talking to random people. Like, it helped me a lot. Um, but like I was saying about the mental health thing, I was mm -hmm. like forced to look inward. Because mm -hmm. it's like, what do you do? You're out there. You know what I'm saying? It's just you and your girl. You can't fold. Yeah. Facts. Like, you it's can't fold. The world didn't. The I realized <laughs> the, the world didn't owe me nothing. These people don't know. Oh, that's Kai. He moved out here to better himself. They just right. look at me like, oh, this is black dude with dreads. Like, <laughs> so it's like you kind of have to get to that point where you you care about yourself more than you kind of got to care about your yourself more than your financial goals mm -hmm. and your relationships. Cause it, this comes first. I come first before Facts. all the outward things. So um, that's kind of what started my mental health journey. But it's a lot of things I do. Mm -hmm. To um to strengthen it, I would say working out, like you said, reading. Facts. You know, sometimes just um count my blessings. Not even sound That's cliche. One of the main thing. Yeah, we hear that real. a lot. We hear that a lot. To count your blessings. Yeah. Count your blessings. And it's easy to just be like, man, whatever. I know I'm sad. That's mm -hmm. all. I, but when you really sit down and be like, yo, got a place to stay, got Facts. a car, I got Facts. money to buy myself things I Facts. need, my necessities, Facts. and just take away all that. <laughs> Social media shit, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. so easy to be like, yo, I'm better off than I thought. Bro, really I blessed was. out here, bro. Cause some folks, bro, they don't we don't don't have a quarter or the half of the things we got or access to and this and that. So like I said, counting your blessings in itself could be the first step to get you out of whatever rut you may think you want in that moment. Cause it's just like, man, sure. stuff could be 10, 10, 15, 20 times worse, man. But that again, mm -hmm. coming from a mental health perspective as far as doing that like i know that that helps me sometimes and like as far as my mental health that journey started like very very heavily and you know what i say uh like 2017 2017 2018 it was just where coming to a point where it's like man okay i'm done with the, uh, the service that's done and what i did there doesn't even correlate to anything I can do here in a civilian place. So it's like, all right, got that on my shoulders. And then it's just like knowing I didn't want to work and this and that, the weight of my shoulders up, making something work. Mm -hmm. That was there. So there were some days where it was like, man, it's so many decisions to be made. It's so much to do, sure. so much to think about to where depression kicked in. Shoot, uh, sadness sometimes. It was just crazy. So where I was like, man, I don't want to get to a point where my mental health is on uh not saying it would never be unbalanced, but it's like it's on the edge of sliding off. My mom, my mom says sometimes, like sometimes your cheese sliding off that cracker, so I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> you know, so I try to take care of it, but just ways yeah, yeah. ways that I actually 
um, dug in to do it was I started going to counseling for real. So that that um process for me was great. Like a lot of folks, especially again, and this may sound cliche, but in the black community don't want to go to counseling. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, in the black community, a lot of black men don't want to do it. It may seem soft, but it ain't that. But it's going to counseling for me. It was just being able to um to have that space to open up to somebody who who would be uh like a little bit not saying biased but they're they're they can play play the fence but in a positive way because they don't know nothing about you where you come from your background but and but this this also works best if you do have a counselor who is really there to try to help you out and get through your issues and situations but if you do have that person it's just good being able to walk into that space of quote unquote you know judgmental free space to just mm-hmm. release yourself to release some of your most deepest darkest secrets to release your trauma and stuff like that that you're dealing with but it, but but to be able to have somebody to regurgitate to you questions and things that make you think about hey because i expressed this to him or her they asked me this question which triggered my mindset to a different level of thinking mm-hmm. to be able to go out here and start a healing process and stuff like that. So counseling is very highly recommended in my book. If anybody in my book, if anybody listening and watching, go to counseling and not wrong with it. Bro, it's crazy. Not even um, not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I tried counseling, and I will say, I think it does come down to your actual therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, mine that I tried, I'm gonna be honest, I only went to three sessions. Mm-hmm. I could have kept going, but um, I just wasn't like feeling the vibe. I feel like it wasn't it matters. More so. It wasn't so, I feel like it was more so she was doing her job only. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up just putting what I felt into my music, mm-hmm. which is something I've always done. But as you know, I speak on a lot of like personal stuff in my music. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just put it back on onto tracks. I'm not saying I would never try it again, but the, I guess the therapist I did have, yeah. it just didn't really work out. You know, I know with her other clients it probably works out better, but for what I was looking for, I don't even know what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I was just like, That's man, let me just go in there though. Nah, nah, for sure. And um, that's when I learned, though, a big part of um, the mental aspect is controlling your emotions mm-hmm. and how you deal with things. Now, what I try to, I haven't mastered it yet, but when something happens, it triggers my anger, sadness, mm-hmm. anything, bro. I sit with it first before I react to mm-hmm. it now. Um, getting there, I haven't mastered it, but it's like, let's say something happens and I'm sad. I feel like just my whole life is just messed up. I'm like, man, once I sit with that feeling, I don't try to like purge the feeling yeah. out of me. Like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I sit with it. Sometimes it takes a couple hours. Sometimes it may take a whole 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But in that next day, after I'm able to process how I'm feeling, I'm like, okay, now I can see, okay, it wasn't that bad as I thought. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like controlling my emotions is everything. Even with anger, when people, I read a book called um, "To Be a Man." Mm-hmm. It said, um, "Anger is not even a, it's not a bad emotion. It's, we mm-hmm. we associate it as negativity. Anger is not bad. Aggression, which is a um, tool of anger, that's First, bad. But anger, that. That people, angry people have." Um, accomplished so many things, bro. Mm-hmm. People have been spited by others. It's made them create those businesses. It's helped, it's helped them mm-hmm. um, create their dream body, like um, do things they never thought they would do. So I'm realizing like every emotion that's usually associated with negativity, you can also use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even with me and you, like we know a lot of people have doubted us. You know what I'm a saying? Lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so um, even just to see what we're doing now, I'm just like, 
I used it was a time back in I'm not gonna say too long ago, but it was a time back in the day. Some time ago. Like bro, I had a, I had a legit just a shit list, man. Yeah. Like I really wanted to just <laughs> show folks like, yeah, look at us now, look at me now, look what I'm doing now. I'm not gonna lie and say I don't have that itch still. Yeah. We all it's got growth, that though, itch. man. It's growth. But now my drive is not so much, oh, I would I want them, I bet they see what I'm doing. Nah, like I feel good that I'm doing. Yeah. I don't care what nobody else is, That's is growth, looking man. at me and like, oh, he doing that. I don't care no more, bro. Cause life is life has continued to move. Even mm-hmm. when you think about some of the stuff me and you went through, a lot of that stuff was like 10 years ago. Long I'm time. like, where would I what would I what type of person would I be if I was still like wearing what people yeah, you know, just canceling out all that, really cancel, canceling out all that noise, mm-hmm. bro. The chatter and just focusing on what I want to do. And it's kind of something me and you talked about. I don't know if you remember um, the the push to get a million dollars instead yeah. of every day. You know, we said, I want a meal. I want to get this meal. It's like, that's, that was like a driving force for so long. But I think it was you who said you stopped just thinking yeah. about getting a million dollars and just slowing down. Taking things step by step, you know? Because it's, it's all going to add up to that million. Shoot, you want to get a million, you're going to get that. But before you even touch that, it, it's like, and that's this for any, anybody. If we learn how to touch 10,000 first, mm-hmm. uh, then touch 100,000, sure. getting a million, I mean, it should be that much easier. I'm not no pro yet, but it should be that much easier. But, but like you said, controlling your, being able to, um, to show that kind of growth, with anger and just using it in, I guess, such of a a different manner as far as being in a positive way because it is shining upon being negativity, just that word. Anger is attached to those type of words, but being able to process your emotions like that on my journey, that kind of, I kind of grew in that area through like meditation. So after the counseling and stuff like that, I was still trying to just try this and try that to just get a, a good routine or a good balance here and there, but meditation I may not do it as much as I used to, but again, it still triggered my mindset and, and allowed me to elevate it to another level of ways to process things. Before, yeah, it may seem stupid. You sitting here with your eyes closed, and but what I learned the most from it is just, and you said it as well, and didn't even say meditation, is being able to sit down, let a thought come in your head. Don't try your hardest to like ignore it. Like let it come, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. accept it deal with it but once it's time to let it go just let it go because like as humans a lot we would if something happened or you know something may be about to happen we'll take that situation and then set it up here as an apex and the next thing you know for the next hour or two hours you making up all these imaginary timelines and thoughts of what could happen here, what could happen there, this may happen, that may happen, what if this happened, what if that happened? But in reality, and none of that going on right now, and it may not ever happen. So it's just like being able to to harness and process your emotions and thoughts in in the moment. Mm -hmm. Meditation helps with that. So somebody's trying to get to to improve your mental health. Again, it may seem weird or wild or stupid, but just don't look at it as the whole yogi meditation sitting still this and that just look at it for what you're gonna get from it as far as learning how to Mm -hmm. process emotions and thoughts and stuff like that and dealing with it in a positive manner versus lashing out and and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. just all that to say how important mental your your mental health is 
on a journey to greatness, to success, to happiness, to peace, or whatever that may look like for anybody else. Nah, for sure. If your screws ain't tight or tight enough, you, you not, it's going to be a harder way to get there. And then that's why you see some people, you still may get there like that, but that's why you got celebrities committing suicide, killing themselves, this and that, because, hey, yeah, you bro. did everything else, but the mental health part, you slipped, forgot about that along and the that's way. How you know, that's how you know money isn't everything. Mm-hmm. Like It's a lot of depressed, rich people. Not saying I don't want to be a, of that wealthy community, but you Fact. just see money does not solve all the problems of the mind. And that's, that's another thing I, that um, came with my mental health journey, accepting that no matter how good of a day that I had, I could have had a whole good week. Mm-hmm. A bad day is coming. Facts. You can't avoid the bad day, bro. Like, yeah, it always comes to disrespected it. So just um, my response to dealing with those bad days has changed a lot, too. I used to get so frustrated. I'm like, dang, everything was going smooth. And then something bad would happen. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be, I would be so blown. But now it's like... Not to say it's a negative mindset, but it's like, I expect it. I expect mm-hmm. trials and tribulations. I expect turbulence. I expect yeah. something to go wrong technically. <laughs> it's always something that's going to happen. But dealing with it is what I feel like, you know, dealing with it head on, mm-hmm. that's what makes us better men, you know, nah, or sure. women if you're watching too. But, you know, that just makes us stronger. Like, we have to deal with those things. Yeah. Like, without, I was telling... um. Fucking Flag D the other day. Shout out to my boy Shout Flag, out to Flag D, man. Flag. My little brother, man. Little bro. man. You may not watch it, but it's going to be here for you. <laughs> Love you, Flag. <laughs> but um, he's kind of sad right now. And I was just telling him, bro, you kind of just got to play the cards that you're dealt right now. I know you weren't dealt the best hand, but it's like, okay, be aware of the present. Log off social media. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because there's so many distractions. Even for me now, too, I always remind myself, bro, like, Untune, untap in. It's cool to tap in and yeah. see what's going on, but the present now, at some points, the present seems more like the false reality because we're Man. in our phones so much. So when you just turn off all that social media shit and you're just walking around, you're like, damn, this feels weird, but it's actually normal. <laughs> right. It's actually normal though, bro. Going to events and not having your phone. We're mm-hmm. so used to just always have that as, it's like a crutch. It I've is, used bro. it as a crutch too. I walked into places. Like I said, I go a lot of places dolo now. I'll go to places and it's just always your go-to. Like I can just scroll on my out. phone. That'll make me just feel like I'm comfortable. Ignoring, but sometimes that could lead into well, like I'm an introvert at heart, but like what they say, an extrovert or introvert. But sometimes if I do do that for me, just like assessing myself and acknowledging stuff, like sometimes that's just not to be seen. Sometimes like mm-hmm. if it's an empty, not an empty room, but if ain't nothing going on, it just feel like oh. All these eyes here and there. It could be a comfort thing for some folks. Uh and not nah, sure. do that. But it's like like you said though, social media will uh definitely hurt a hurt mind already. Cause if you're not yeah. strong enough to handle or to understand the fact that how this this these social media platform started was just to to share highlights, you get caught up into the whole, hey, this person, their whole life is lit up. They have a highlighted life, but in reality, the main goal of this this app and these apps were to, hey, just post stuff that people would love to see or to like to see. So that's nine out of ten. That's all you're going to see from anybody posting. Yeah, besides every people time. who know, like, let me get them some of the real to break that barrier. But mm-hmm. yeah, social media do it. Bro, right? I'm telling you, I remember when I first moved to um, L.A., I was on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I posted a video of the stars. Somebody wrote me, um, he said, bro, you're living my dream right now. And in my head, I'm thinking, bro, if I 
Move this camera a little bit to the left. You're going to see a pile of piss and Bam. shit. <laughs> Trash life. I'm like, bro, I'm showing you this right here, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro. So, but it's, it's a lot of distractions these days. So mm-hmm. it's like I try to... I'm, I utilize social media. We have to with what we mm-hmm. do. But it's like I don't get so sucked into it as I used to. Um, yeah, had to pull it, away from, from social media like that, man. Again, yeah, bro. Noticing. And let's use it as a tool, as a business, because as of nowadays, it's kind of got it on the hand of being able to really just enjoy it. But as no, of now, sure. if it's not business, like I'll be on there for sure. But I just feel like if I don't have anything of value to say, um... I'm not just, I don't just want to put anything out here in the world, you know? But of course, if it's a, mm-hmm. a a memory of a moment, like, yeah, that's cool. But if I'm just on here, just, just doing it just because that's what you're supposed to do for the app, I just mm-hmm. can't do it. But so if it's not anything that's going to bring value to who's following me or to my friends, family, whoever, business to, to also expand my business, it's just social media. It just become a place of turmoil sometimes. And there's so much negative I mean, stuff yeah, on there. You're right. It's just, and that's what, that's nowadays. And again, I, all this stuff just sounds so cliche because it's talked about so much. But it's just like, when is it going to come to a point to where people really actually start to realize and act on the fact that notice what this stuff is doing to us as a people, as a person? I think people know, though, bro. I think... Not everyone, but I think a lot of people do realize it. But I think the world right now is stuck in a state of just blissful ignorance, it's matrix, bro. Man. It's it's stuck. We're stuck in a lot of blissful ignorance. The things mm-hmm. we glorify as a whole, like as a culture, we glorify the ignorant stuff. Mm-hmm. Even on social media, like when I'm on Instagram, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, like all the positive videos, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll watch them, but sometimes I'll archive them to watch later. Mm-hmm. I won't go back. But if it's mm-hmm. like some viral shock content shit, I find the time to watch yeah. that full video. But the other, I'll be scrolling looking like millionaire tips. I'll, I'll read it a little bit, but I'm like, oh, save it. I'll go back later. <laughs> save it. But then somebody getting electrocuted yeah, motherfucking like, yeah, off a bike. I'll team. watch that video, though. So it's like, it's a lot of unlearning and, mm-hmm. um, and relearning that we have to do at mm-hmm. the point we're at. Because, you know, we came up in an era where at first we didn't have social media. We had phones like like in seventh grade and shit. Mm-hmm. That's when we started getting phones. But we, so we got to see the non-social media world, yeah. but we got to grow with it too. Yep. So I've seen a lot of the changes of it where it's at now. I like that we're here technology-wise, mm-hmm. but it's also scary. You know what I'm saying? So scary. Like it's scary, bro. So I'm just I just know for what's to come. I think everyone should just be focusing on fortifying their minds, mm-hmm. bro. Like people's people are breaking out here, bro. There's so many depressed sad people out That's here right. who who are um going with the illusion that they're not mm-hmm. like i've met so many people even out in la bro like 100 200 300,000 type people you meet them it's like bro can't hold a conversation bro they're sad and that's wild. like it, it's crazy that's, man um like that's just, and speaking on culture like this is what was being instilled with, with that a lot of people are uh, what do you call it um not anti-personal but just they're like not even saying anti-social, but having been able to be in an environment and interact with other people, yeah. you're not used to that because you're so just used to doing it over a Wi-Fi connection and not actually mm-hmm. getting that real deal but personal so- connection and energy with somebody. So being in a room, not being able to really interact, like that's a problem. And again, social media mm-hmm. could be an issue uh, for that. And then it's the stuff that's on, there's no limits to it. So it's just the kids growing up these days. They got access to see 
any and everything. It's just like, and I just walking around, you'll just see when uh, either a family is out somewhere or a mother and child, father and child, mother, father and child, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. The first thing that happened when that child is a little agitated or something, here, get the screen, get, oh, a, yeah. get the phone, get That's the iPad. Here. Yep. And then just leave them at that. Yep. So it's like now at a younger age, these kids are already being trained to grow up having technology as a sidebar versus like, again, say us growing up, we had the tech, but also you want to catch me in the house nine times out of 10 growing up. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be outside, but, but still then after coming from outside, then I know, okay, my wind down was the games and the tech and stuff like that. But yeah, that's the, the wind majority down, of the day, not the go-to. I still wanted to get active and run. Yeah. It still has to be done with being a, a, a young boy. Then we men and stuff with energy, but still it's just kids nowadays. They even got it to where they got the own, I mean, this is cool tech, don't get me wrong, but a lady was in the store and pushing the buggy and had the kid in the front sitting down. They got the iPad where she had a wrap around her neck sitting on her chest while she's just pushing and shopping. And the baby. Well, that's dope. That's dope. But it's yeah, still yeah, crazy, yeah. though. It's dope crazy. Yo. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. We, we had a good place technology-wise. <laughs> but it is showing the younger generation, like, the instant gratification, bro. Yeah. That's why when you're taking these kids' phones in school, they're literally fighting bro, the that's teachers. Wild, bro. I'm whooping bro. teachers, bro. Like, you can't take that phone away. That's like they prize. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's wild. No, nah, no, nah, it is, bro. But so it's scary, bro. Like, it's scary the place that we're in right these now. Kids, you know what I'm like, saying? Bro, I don't know what I would do if I was, well, if my mom was one of them teachers and these kids just standing going to do that to her. Or if I was one of these teachers, it's just knowing me, like the whole, I mean, maybe I say uh, I give it a 50% chance, but the whole, mm-hmm. After that pain has been inflicted in my body, the acknowledging the age and size of this thing in front of me, I mean, yeah. it may be hard because it's just like once you when something is triggered, you could black out and just snap. And that's dangerous for these kids. But again, mm-hmm. nine out of ten, it's like the adult gonna get in trouble because it's like, okay, you hitting a minor. Oh, yeah, and this every and that. Time. But it goes back to that household, like parents. What are y'all raising out here? Like y'all sitting yeah. here sending. These little demon childs, these teachers at school, known for a fact, have, and this is just society and culture. As a parent, you barely raising your kid anyways during their uh, K through 12 years. Because what? Majority of the day, you wake them up in the morning, get them ready, send them to school, a.k.a. they daycare. They mm-hmm. get off of work. I mean, they get out of school and what? Sometimes they go to an after school program because you're still at work. You're not seeing them. They come home, you get out from work, you tired, want to wind down. That's mm-hmm. what's sitting in front of a TV. So it's just like, and I, I'm not a parent, so I'm not trying to give out any parental advice, but just on my opinion is that, hey, spend some time with them, with the time you actually got. Because yeah. just to think about it, you really don't have a lot of time. You, you want to send don't. this kind of a kid to a person, the teacher, who is really taking care of your child for you and the one who's responsible mm-hmm. Of looking over your child while you're at work trying to survive and this and that. So it's just for sure. It starts at home for sure. But the kids nowadays, bro, the the buck they got it now is I I, I can't I mean, even do yeah, it, bro. They, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of demons running around, bro. Even the <laughs> fact that people, time. even the fact that people want to be that, yeah. want to be called that, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? That's another topic, but. I do think that it does start in the household, bro. Even doing mm-hmm. the uh, Reentry Network podcast in LA, 
99% of those stories, it starts out, even when they had two parents, had mm -hmm. a nice household, it was a lack of something mm -hmm. that they weren't getting, whether it's a lack of love, guidance, mm -hmm. and they and they sought it out. And it kind of goes back into the phone. Even if you're not seeking it out from joining the gang or other people, you can look in that phone and get all type of crazy mm -hmm. ideas. Cause it's not no a lot of it's not no censorship on the phones. At like all. your parents don't do nothing, you have access to everything that's on At there. All. So I think it does, it plants a lot of seeds in people's heads, bro. So I just feel like, you know, as you get older, like I said, fortifying your mind is just so important, mm -hmm. man. Cause it's really like a lot of the things that stress us out. Sometimes when I come, when I get over feeling like super stressed, I'm like, wow, all that was just in my head. Mm -hmm. My whole existence every day, how I view life is literally are just the thoughts that Facts. I'm telling myself. Nobody's forcing me to feel this way. Somebody can disrespect the shit out of me, bro. Mm -hmm. And they didn't make me feel how I feel. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm choosing to either give in or be like, whatever. Right, you can cool. initially feel it. But if you just really, when you feel it and think, that's okay. Am I going to give this person this much power over my day, my life, my mm -hmm. energy? Yes, it may be ruffling my feathers, but acknowledging it at least it give you the mindset of let me deal with this in a different way. So you're yeah. definitely right about that, man. It's all mental. And that's why, like, where I'm at right now, I do... It's like, I, I feel like I have, I've been a role model, but it's like now I'm stepping into the mm -hmm. shoes more of being a role model. Because as we get older, we're meeting people who are at a point that we weren't in life, you know, where we were kind of ignorant mm -hmm. to. So um, when I meet people, it's like I do, I share some of the things that I would have did if I was that age, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I some people remind me of myself who are younger. So I'm like, man, it's so easy to just make certain decisions. Sometimes you yeah. have to, to get where you at now, like, if I could go back and do it all over again, I'm not the type of person that would say, oh, I have no regrets. Mm -hmm. I have plenty of regrets, but it's like, because we can't do things over, mm -hmm. you got to just accept things for what they are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And everything that I've done shaped me into who I am today. For and sure. I'm going to still make a whole bunch of mistakes. I got a whole bunch of mistakes to a make. A lot of them left in the bucket. Yeah, sure. I got a lot of mistakes left in the chamber, bro. But I'm going to just, you know, I know that it's still shaped me into who I'm becoming. Mm -hmm. I like the path that I'm on. So it's like, I know that we do have to be role models because mm -hmm. there's so many people who are negative role models out here. And that's what's love nowadays. Yep. That Just that that negative light. Like you say, you just bounce back to social media real quick. You can post something negative, post something positive. The positive thing can be the best thing you've ever done for humanity. But post something about somebody getting into a fighting, bloodshed, gunshot, money store, whatever. That thing going crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. So that, that's that's just wild in itself. So bouncing off what you said real quick, you know, you had mentioned the uh, Reentry Network podcast. And I know that's what you got going on out there in California. But for the listeners, anybody that may be watching, just tell them a little bit more about what you're doing with the Reentry Network podcast. Because me personally, I feel like it's dope. I wish even just, just the whole um, the reentry network itself and PV Jobs, it's, it's a dope thing. And I wish Atlanta had it for some people, but just tell them. What you got going on with that and kind of give them a breakdown on the scope of the Reentry Network uh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, so first off, shout out to um, T and Yacht, man. Y'all met them. Man. Hey, that's that's my boys, man. Yeah, so um, on the Reentry Network podcast, we're bringing on formerly incarcerated individuals mm -hmm. to share their stories, what led them to how they got where they were in prison, mm -hmm. um, prison experiences, and where they are now. But the thing is, we only bring on people who are on the positive side. Mm -hmm. So... You know, hopefully dropping some gems to the youth to deter them from going down that pathway. Mm -hmm. 
you know, but um, it's been some really good stories on there, man. Like for even if you somebody who hasn't been to jail or prison, just sitting down and hearing some of these things that people have overcame. Um, the Ridge Network podcast also contributed to me not making any more excuses because, you know, mm-hmm. you interview some people who have done 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, and they came out and they're getting it, mm-hmm. grinding not giving up on themselves. I'm like, somebody can come out of being locked up in a box for 25 years mm. and get on their shit. There's no reason why all of us free people who are free right now Thanks. can't do that in our everyday lives. So every time um, we do another episode, you know, it kind of motivates me. So with that, I'm the producer. I'm actually doing the behind the scenes, filming and editing. Um, shot to Juan and Looney, our interns, man. Said, they killing man. it. Looney just called me before this. But, um, you know... Another reason why I appreciate it, kind of we were talking about, I'm able to be behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. A lot of things I do in my regular life, I'm in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. But with this, I'm behind the camera. Breath so of it's fresh kinda, air Yeah, sure. it is fresh air. You know, get to make them look good. And, you know, I don't have to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. It's cool being in front, but that break feels great while you're still so. being productive. So um, for y'all who are listening, Reentry Network Podcast, um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeart, everything pretty much that you listen to podcasts on. Check us out. Make sure y'all check it out for real. They got some dope episodes that's out. And it's just like you say, the stories of some of these people. Like, which one was it? Not the guy who had the clips of, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to say the name. I know it's not 60 Days In. The guy who had the clip on TV, not that Oh, uh, Jared Nava. It was the other guy. Maybe it was the one in the MS-13 game. Remember? Oh, Boy, Edwin. That crazy story. Of oh, yeah. That's who um, made us um, viral the first time. Mm-hmm. Edwin. So it was a Edwin, pretty good interview. Man. Yeah, man. Um, I think we just dropped episode 24 or 25. We're already at um, around roughly 700,000 views just in like great, eight, nine man. months. So we're um we're going for that million. Once we get a million, though, it's like damn. Now what? You know, cause that's like the milestone for everybody. Yeah. A million views. A million, a million, a million. Yeah. Dad. So um, <laughs> we're just staying consistent with it, man. You know, and just learning so much through yeah. that process. It's been like a, a very fun experience, man. Like for real. Yeah. I think that's a good outlet to them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like to come out of prison could be hard for somebody, but at least people who got a mindset and a will to want to keep going and to doing things great despite what they may be perceived as in life yeah, yeah, or sure. looked at, it's dope for them to do that. Because it's like nowadays, you could, yeah, you may have done one thing, but come out and people will judge you based off of that one thing. But it's just like, just about to say, like how media, the media and people in general, but specifically media, how they have portrayed things to just be whatever they feel like they wanted to be. It could be the truth. It could be a lie. And just for example, like the whole Jamie Foxx situation. The fact that I'm praying, um, no, he's doing well. I'm a fan of Jamie Foxx, but I don't know what's going on over there. I'm not behind the scenes with the family, but the media would just take a uh, either a sound bite, a clip, one fact, one opinion, or just make something up mm-hmm. and plaster it and run with it without even just thinking about this man's family and the the anxiety they going through, knowing what's going on. Because like even when I, as much as they post about it, the last thing I heard, he been at home recovering, playing pickleball. So oh, yeah, just, for sure. The people and the media will just try to smear your image or just do whatever they want to do for likes, clickbait, and stuff like that. So just being careful of, excuse me, I'm sorry, going, it's about, again, being mentally tough of being able to handle 
somebody trying to paint a narrative of you or what's going on in your life that ain't got nah, nothing sure. to do with what's going on. That's the truth, dog. I mean, yeah, the media, when the media is against you, man, like you have a very strong adversary, bro. Mm -hmm. Like for real. And like you said, even with the uh, Jamie Foxx thing, just in a week, I've heard so much stuff. Mm -hmm. until his daughter, I, was, I was thankful when his daughter came out and said, he's good, you know, he's mm -hmm. at the crib. But, you know, I had heard all type of stuff, man. So... Too that's that's just another thing. But think about the days when we were younger and all we did was listen to what the media told us. We, whatever came on that TV, that's just our reality. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I got older that I'm like, wow, like, you really have to do your own research. You got to, bro. Because the information is out there. It's like it's a lot of stuff that is hidden, but it's a lot of stuff that's there. It just takes a little bit of intentional searching mm -hmm. and you'll find the answers to so much stuff, man. Like, for real, I was telling somebody the other day, um, or maybe I'm tripping, or was our first introduction in social studies of black people slaves? That's nah, the first time yeah. they taught about black people in school, right? That's what I remember. And to me, <laughs> I'm just like, bro, that's that's crazy. Like yeah, the first introduction. Remember. So imagine being a little kid, you're in the class with black, white people, Hispanics, and the first introduction to black people are slaves. Yeah. That's the first thing that's put in their mind. Like we were so much before that. But the the world, the media, yeah. whoever, the powers that be said. We're going to introduce them as slaves mm -hmm. to these little kids. So That's already wild. from childhood, it's already a certain dominance that they're like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In their minds. So um, it's a lot of unlearning and relearning so to do, man. People up, now I ain't going to say for failure, but knowing those minds are in such an, a, a transformative stage of being shaped and molded into what it's supposed to be. That's how sometimes... They may inflict uh, self-hate upon themselves or just knowing yes, programming. Uh, colorism as far as, hey, because my skin is black and what they portrayed on TV or in these books, I'm supposed to believe this and go this and that when it's actually not true. Like, you mm -hmm. just got to learn. And, I, and when I have kids, I teach them, like, sometimes you got to take the face value of what things are, what they say, and sometimes you don't. You just got to, like you say, do your due diligence yes, programming, and dig man. down deep. And do your research and and figure some stuff out because again the media, but it, it, it's a um, it's a cutthroat game out here. It's like it's nowadays it's all about money, 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 and popularity and fame. Uh, well, I'll say majority of it is like that because everybody, some you do have some good, warm-hearted people who are actually in this for what it's supposed to be for. But mm -hmm. some of these folks, they they don't care as long as they get in their ratings. Their views, the likes, That's it. this and that. It's just They'll like whatever, whatever we got to do, we going to do it to accomplish this goal. But it, it, it's the world we live in. Um, Unfortunately, you know, we got to live here for a period of time, but we all got a good purpose here. So all those distractions, uh, it's going to be there. But we just can't let those distractions stop us from reaching our purpose and the media portraying things, getting to our purpose like for us as well. Mm -hmm. We could we could have been easily distracted um, from ticket sales and uh, promotion from the show we just did oh, yeah, put together sure. last night. And it's just like everything that could have been against us as far as the time we got to date, uh, participation and this and that. Things may have worked out in the end, but mm -hmm. we had to go set it out and reach it. But and because of that hard work and dedication... We are having a good show. Just for instance, to recap the show last night, y'all. If anybody, if y'all did come out, salute to y'all for popping out, showing Boss Club uh, some love last night at the live show at Snips Old Bar. We're going to do it again for, for sure. sure. But it, it was, was a good, good event, show, man. Everybody's performance was great. I had, I had fun, dog. And then the fact that 
Well, you can tell them that story. Like, bro, he wasn't even supposed to be here uh, for the show last night. But some way, somehow, man, my boy played Ninja Warrior and snuck <laughs> heels in the sofa the whole the whole time in the sofa, three hours sitting in the crowd, chilling. Hey, it was not an easy. Knew he was it up. was not an easy feat, man. <laughs> but I'm glad, like having let it just pass, and I did it. I'm happy yeah. I did it like that, bro. Um, so I know he just told y'all, tell y'all. So uh, we planned it once. Once you came up with the whole show thing, it's like I knew I couldn't. I couldn't miss that. It was our first concert. Mm -hmm. I would have felt like a piece of shit missing that. So um, <laughs> got the ticket. Got a little cheap ticket. Shot the spirit. Let's be real, spirit. If you want to get <laughs> yeah, somewhere fast, you know you don't need too much luxury. <laughs> Hopped on spirit. Um, made it out here, bro. So I knew I had to wear a disguise because yeah. everybody would have recognized me. So I put a hoodie on. I masked. Put my COVID mask on, and it was just. It was very awkward. <laughs> right. But Rose disguise was stood out only because it's just how weird the world worked. You having a mask on now looks different from people not wearing masks. Yeah, Even yeah. though still you should be wearing them sometimes. But exactly. That, so funny, a couple man. people thought I was security. I remember one time the girls couldn't open the door. I opened it for them. They said, can we come back in if we leave? I said, yeah, y'all good. Just come back. <laughs> so it was like, you know, it was cool, though. Even being able to come out on the stage. And um, I was actually telling somebody back in LA, I was like, it wasn't so much that I expected the crowd to just go yeah. crazy. Like, cause I'm not own famous or nothing, but I just wanted it to be like the home team. Yeah. I wanted it for them, the home That'd team. That'd be the best part about it, man, dog. Just knowing like, if you if you got some friends or people you've been rocking with for years and y'all known to, um, when you get together, actually have a good time, like it doesn't matter who's around what's in the room as long as y'all still connecting and just having a blast it's just like at the end of the day that's the goal and, it, and it's funny like, yeah. that's, that's what happened last night it was a good turnout sure. but most importantly a lot of us was in our own in the same room at the same time and it ain't been mm -hmm. that in a while but being able to do that last night even while we was having fun and handling business at the same time that's a blessing in itself and it was just fun so next time we do do a welcome to the club show if you watching or if you listening, get your tickets and pull up. I mean, yeah, y'all come out for sure, man. And um, kind of what you said at the beginning of that, it's like we the idea was there. Mm -hmm. uh, from the weeks leading up to it, mm -hmm. got discouraged at certain points, but we just said let's keep pushing, Facts, keep promoting man. it. Facts. And it's like we hit a good number of people, man. It was mm -hmm. so a lot of things that. A lot of things are possible, even when it's looking bad. Facts. If you just keep pushing through that, it's possible. That's another thing that goes down to what we've been talking about, mm -hmm. being strong through your through your mental. Because we were at the point we had only sold 16 tickets, and we were just like, bro, this show hey, is going to be just, going it's gonna flop. We just kept going, <laughs> yeah. kept telling people man, about it, and it was, it was a vibe, man. Yeah, so, man. Um, good turnout. For yeah, sure, yeah, for good sure, turnout man. for sure. But just, um, just bouncing back real quick, closing on the whole media thing, I just want to say, a big part of also what defines us is not letting the media define us, Fetch. not letting other people's opinions of us define us, not letting people put ceilings on us. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of what I stand on. Because like me, I know I made a lot of changes from who I was 10 years ago, eight years ago to now. I can honestly say I'm at a point I'm changing every six months because yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah. to elevate. Um, It's certain times when I... Like it's certain birthdays I've had, not even certain birthdays, just times in my life where I can feel it. My body is calling me to elevate into mm -hmm. a better person, yeah, more knowledgeable, sure. bro. And it, it comes down to who you're surrounding yourself with, too, mm -hmm. bro. So um, 
you know, it's easy to get in that state of blissful ignorance. Like we were talking about, yeah, a man. lot of people don't. They will just go with what the media is showing them. They don't care to do their own research. It's so easy to be in blissful ignorance. Fact, you don't have man. to worry about the reality. You just worry about, oh, man, where am I getting fucked up today? Like, right. about to go home, smoke, so it's chill, cycle, da, 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 da. It's a cycle. And you look up five years past. Then you start becoming bitter and old. Mm -hmm. It's just not even nothing wrong with being old. I want to become very old. But got that right. once you get to that point where you're old and bitter, you're living with regret because you didn't just live your life. So, yeah, man. You it's know, be uh, aware and have self awareness of where we at in life. Of course, like I said, getting older. Definitely. The, the biggest thing is growth, uh, growth and development. It's being mm -hmm. able to. Especially this is for men being able to step into that that man role, put away the yep. childish things, and grow up and just switch that mindset of if you want to be a husband or a father, knowing hey that's it comes with being a provider. So getting those eggs in the basket and working on self, but just um just to say like like today the conversation we just wanted to have just catching up and just uh, again just having the space to express ourselves in some kind of way or just mm -hmm. get off thoughts and stuff of that nature because again there's not a lot of rooms. That people can do it in general, not yep. only just yep. men yep. or black men can do it, but just have a space to where sit down and just talk. A great way to heal from things, a great way to, to bond is just through conversations, simply that. And also the greatest way to solve issues is through conversation. But um that's it. But just as a recap, just catching up. Uh life's good, pretty much can't complain, you know. God breath still in my lungs every morning, still beating, you know, gonna keep going. Trying to reach the goal to get it where we going. Um, again, uh, that that's what it is, man. So I don't got no complaints. You got any uh before we close out any announcements, any closing things you want to tell the people or something like that? Anything got coming uh, up? Or something? For sure. Um, just speaking on the podcast stuff. Um, I'm gonna be revamping Mind the Costume. Mm -hmm. I dropped two episodes. Now I took a, I took a break from it. Kind of what we spoke about mm -hmm. earlier. Um, getting yourself together before you continue doing certain things. Mm -hmm. So um, I wanted to take a pause with it, but I'm about to revamp it. Summertime's here. I've been putting a lot of just knowledge into myself, and mm -hmm. I feel like I'm ready to start it back up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I just want to help other people. You know, I'm not yes. perfect. I haven't figured it all out. But sometimes when I talk to people and I say the things I've learned. They're like, they're like, wow, I needed to hear that. And I'm yeah. like, wow, that was just like some normal stuff that I just been going through. Mm -hmm. So it was like, and I know you have the same effect on people too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just be more of community leaders. You know what That's I'm saying? A That's a fact. So um that new music coming soon. It's like I'm wearing a lot of hats right now. So I'm trying to just balance out every aspect of me, just watering a lot of different seeds that I have yeah. inside of me. So right now, my word for this year is just balance and focus. So, um, at least you watering them seeds. A lot of folks plant seeds. I mean, yeah, to put the work in. I'm watering them, them man. I'm watering them. I remember I saw the quote a long time ago. It said, The most money, the most wisdom is all in the graveyard. Mm. So many people did not bring those things out of them. Now, when I have a new idea, I kind of, unless it's something just a grand idea, mm. if it's something I know I can pull off, I usually give myself at least 15 days to get yeah. it out of my head. That's a good method. Like, I hate we just sitting. If I have a content topic or something, I'm like, bro, make it. You got a camera. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Get a haircut. You, the things. you got the tools you need sometimes. Yeah, the only hindrance be for me is if I need a haircut, it'll, yeah. make, it'll make me pause. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it if I need a haircut. But other than that, bro, I'll do it. So just getting these ideas out of my head. And if you're watching this, get those ideas out mm -hmm. of your head, you know? Because all of us have so many creative things that were possible. And, and just like you said, just as men... 
keep growing, let go of those childish things, but mm -hmm. also keep your youthful spirit Facts. and don't let the world break you. Facts. Don't let trauma and these sad moments make you feel like you just have to be this cold person. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like being youthful is what makes me want to keep living and thriving. So be more mature, but also don't abandon your inner child mm -hmm. that, you know, wants to just have a good time and, you know, live. So that's where I'm at right now, man. Like, this is a good conversation, though. I'm glad sure, we got man. to even just sit down and do this. I'll be back. But yeah, just um, full-scale elevation, bro. That's what I'm on. Um, I'm happy where I'm at right now, but I know I'm still not trying my hardest. Mm -hmm. I think we all have that feeling. Like, you're, I'm good, but I'm like, even when people congratulate me, I'm like, cool, but I'm not satisfied until I know I'm bringing it all out. Mm -hmm. I got so much in me to just give to the world, but, you know, reminding to give it to myself, too. Because mm -hmm. self-love is um very important. That's the best love. That's the best love, man. Mm -hmm. But off of that, is any announcements for me? Um, Again, if you're listening right now to this episode, if you're watching, just be prepared and stay tuned for more Inherited Podcast episodes coming out. I'm ready to uh, get back on this journey. It's been a long time coming. I've been loving it. Um, so just stay tuned for that. Other than that, uh, keep staying in tune with the Brandon Cole Apparel. If you need a good gift for, sure. for anybody, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, whatever it may be, go to www.thebrandoncoapparel.com. Make sure y'all shop till you drop. Uh, outside of that, again, make sure y'all um, like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube page. Like, comment, and subscribe to the Reentry Network podcast page um, as well. And um, outside of that, just make sure y'all continue to stay strong. Keep your head on your shoulders tight. And I say if I got any final words for anybody out there, it's have some motivation. Um, and just like what Kai had said, if I could choose two words um, to get to y'all or to focus on, like for myself, it's discipline and consistency. So whatever y'all doing, <laughs> make sure y'all discipline at it. And the main thing is just to be consistent at it because consistency is one of the greatest killers of success, like not being consistent mm -hmm. with what you're doing. So I'm going to leave y'all with that um, on my end. But real quick before I go, do you got anything you want to say as far as that uh, like advice to somebody real quick? You just tell them, get personal with them real quick and look them in their eyes from the sensei himself. <laughs> Motiv motivate, motivate the um, mm. motivate the young seventeen-year-old uh, living in Stone Mountain right now, who's stuck between a rock and a hard place, trying to figure it out whether they about to take their route and go left or buckle down and go right. What would you tell them? We in quarter three right now, right? Quarter two. Uh, two one is three. All right, so we're going into quarter three. I know you. Let's take take yourself back right now to December thirty first, twenty twenty two. We're going into quarter three of 2023. Did you implement the things you said you would? Were you consistent? This year is almost halfway over, and you know how you felt December 31st, 2022. Just keep that in mind every day. Also, I think a lot of us think that time's moving faster, but I think it's because we're not appreciating the days. We're, we're looking so forward to payday, vacation, um, bottle. I'm gonna get fucked up this day. Mm. Appreciate every single day as it comes, and mm. I just feel like you'll be more fulfilled, man. And don't let nobody put a ceiling on you. That's my main thing that I preach. Don't let nobody put a ceiling on you. It doesn't matter who you were to people five, six years ago. 
is some people will never let go of that image that they had of you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you know who you are. You know your heart and you know your goals. So, you know, prove it to yourself before you feel the need to prove it to anybody else, man. Amen. You know, and that's and all that, I got for y'all. Tap in with me on Mondakai as well. Like, subscribe, coming back, and make sure you um, rock with Sir Gates, man, on the Inherited Podcast. We're just about to hit y'all with so many, so many gems, man. So just stay tuned, man. That's all I got yeah, for you. Yeah, man. So again, thank y'all for listening. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe to the Inherited YouTube page on all the social media platforms at Inherited. Follow me on social media at Sir Gates BC. Again, that is at S-R-R-G-A-T-E-S-B-C. Follow me. Thank y'all for tuning in. Love y'all. Until next time, you hear the podcast. Y'all be easy. We out.